Guten Morgen, everybody. Welcome back to a welcome back to a brutalist, <laughs> Christ. fanciful new episode of So You Think You Can Fan and No Coming um, featuring sixty seven percent less creepy hand jobs in the last episode. <laughs> Damn! Thank God. Now, Damn. no pussyfooting around. I'm sorry. We're, we're it's time. Today we're doing something very special. It's oh, we're gonna come finally. A, I guess a fan in science, or maybe a how we fan in. What did we classify this as? This is a fan in science. We're talking about ecology today. Oh, it is a fan in science. We're talking about ecology. We're talking about ecology in in video games and media. All right. All right. So this is my thing. Now we're gonna talk about a, a media, a, a video game series. That I'm not, I don't talk about how much I'm into a lot in the podcast, but anyone who knows me, i.e., Sergio and Matt probably, know how much I love this series. And that is, of course, Warhammer Fantasy, baby. Let's go. We're talking about Warhammer Fantasy. All right, I'm just kidding. Owned. You got owned. You got owned, guys. Damn. <laughs> uh, we're actually talking about uh, Warhammer 40k, baby. Let's oh, fucking go. Yeah, yeah, let's go. We're talking about Borderlands. Yeah. Oh, I, for this school project, I chose Pandora from the Borderlands games. I think it's really cool, so I chose to do it as my presentation, and I hope you like it. And if you're listening, uh, we should have each presentation that people made in the description of the episode, except me. Except, well, only Maybe. only two of us actually made them. Apparently, I thought all, I thought we were I thought we all agreed to make one when we came up with this idea. But whatever. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can follow along with us, or you can also rate us five stars and follow us on Spotify or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Also, we can go on our YouTube channel and our Twitter at at sytycfanon. Um, we have a link tree in the description. And yeah, rate us five stars or whatever. Now let's get right into it. Part one. Well, I guess Eggs. raise your hand if you don't know what Borderlands is, and use the use the the, the feature in ZenCaster that lets you do that. I have a Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, have you played any Borderlands? I did. I, I played it. Uh, I played Borderlands two with my neighbor. That's a Ooh. weird fact, I guess. But cool. So for those, what are you saying? What the hell just came out of your mouth, Matt? I don't. I don't know what a stag is. So well, first I want to talk about Borderlands. Borderlands is a a series of first person shooters that is a it's an RPG like looting game that you're on an alien planet and you're trying to open up a vault to get rich to get a bunch of loot. And because it's on an alien planet, there's a lot of alien creatures. And so starting with the Skags, which are like the iconic creature of the game. Uh, Skags, they're kind of like dog things, wolf things. Matt, put your fucking hand down. It keeps distracting me. (laughs) And if you guys have any questions as I'm going on through this, um, feel free to ask. Um, So starting Mm -hmm. out, Skags, they they poop and they eat out of the same hole, uh, which is a tri-jawed mouth. Which is interesting. They also can spit. It's, I guess it's stomach acid. I would assume it's stomach acid. But just like acid out of their mouth. In like a projectile. And they have little barbs in their mouth. Instead of instead of teeth. Which I think alligators have. Someone fact check me. 
Mm. Well, no, alligators definitely Barbs? have teeth. They use it to they use it to kill you. Well, well, it's like they don't really use their teeth to chew as much as they use it to like tear things apart, which I'm assuming is what skags do as well. I think alligators they alligators have a weird mechanism where they'll just swallow it. They can just they can just swallow the whole thing. But I think I know I know that there are animals like what you described where they have more like barb like protrusions. Yeah. Maybe it's yeah. eels. Which a as lot of fish yeah. have that. As I've gone into my, my rant to Sergio and I think Kai before, um I think more creatures should have barbs. Like Godzilla shouldn't have teeth. Those are useless. What does Godzilla do with teeth? Bite. You know, like an Bite. attack. What name one time Godzilla has ever bit anything in any movie? Muto in Godzilla twenty fourteen. He bit That's, his neck. Did not happen. Several times. Not real. Not real. Not real. Doesn't count. Okay. That one has what's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson in it, so that's invalid. I think he also does it in like all the other. Oh yeah, he uses his teeth to rip off Ghidorah's head in Godzilla: King of the Monsters. You know the sequel to Godzilla 2014, and also does he does it also to King Kong and to Mecha Godzilla. Like he uses it to eat. He, I'm gonna he eat. Uses to eat. Yeah, but he also eats thermonuclear radiation. So what is he eating normal food? Eat of anyways. That's not what I'm talking about. Their tongues, their tongues are used like whips. They attack things with their tongue, and it grows with age. So, like, you see it more in like the alpha skags and the elder skags. They have really like the elder skags have their tongues are like twice the length of their body. They whip you with it, and they make a funny noise. Um, they live in p- packs in like burrowed holes, like meerkats, I guess. And they live in like deserty climates because pandora the planet that borderlands one and two is 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 basically just a desert planet with thinking, like a with an icy pole you're thinking, thinking. of skags now it, it occurs to me this is an animal that probably is extremely interesting to kai because it has all the things that kai is typically interested that's true in a lot of these i picked one. with the knowledge that kai will be very interested in them so i hope Yay. he appreciates it <laughs> um I- I am interested. Skags also have a carapace like chitin on their body that is bulletproof. So it, yes. in the that that trans that transfers into the game as when they open their mouth you can headshot them, but when their mouth is closed you can't. That's based. And they uh, this is something I think is seen in owls. They eat like everything and whatever they can't digest, they just leave it in like a like a like a poop pile. Which I think I remember in biology learning that like some birds do that. Yes, they they regurgitate pellets. Yeah, that's how they feed their young. That is yeah. not how they feed their young. That's the yeah, stuff that's, they can't that's, feed. That's, that's poop. <laughs> They're regurgitating poop. Oh man, that's how it works. It's mouth it's poop, mm-hmm. which I guess is just vomit. Yeah. So point. like in Borderlands, you can you can loot skag piles for ammo and health pickups and guns. Pretty much, like pretty much anything you can find as a drop in the game can be found in a in a skag pile. Um, the size variation is kind of insane. There's Skagzilla. Um, as you can see, Skagzilla is very big. Um, Quite large. He's he's a big boy. Fun fact about Skagzilla: it has atomic breath. I don't know why. It's the only skag in Borderlands that can just shoot a laser. And it, Maybe it, 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 name. it yeah, probably. But yeah, here's an example. So that screenshot in the top left is actually one that I took because I was so mad that I couldn't find a good screenshot of a pub skag that I went, installed Borderlands, 
loaded up my most recent character, loaded into the first area, and just took a screenshot of a skag. As you can see, I'm crouching, and it's very short because I'm still looking it's down. And under that is Dakino. It's a, it's a tamed skag in Borderlands 2. That's a little baby puppy. And if you look on the right, Skagzilla, again, very big. But also, somehow bigger than Skagzilla, Dakino's mom is fucking huge. I don't know yeah. why Dakino's mom is that big. But apparently yeah, Skags just get really big sometimes. It might also like, be sexual dimorphism. Yeah, maybe Skagzilla is a woman. We don't know. Or the other way. Or okay. It, well, right. Dakino's mom can't be a can't be a man. Well, yeah, but wouldn't that make Skagzilla a male? Accepting enough. Well, Skagzilla and I'm saying they're both big, so maybe they're big because they're females. Okay. Yes. Um, I, and, I was going off of you saying Skagzilla was smaller than Dokino's uh, mom. Oh, I understand what you mean. I, mean. I, thought, I thought you were trying to say that big creatures are just the, the big skags are female, and I was like, that's impossible. No. Okay. That makes sense. Um, a thing with Borderlands is there's badass creatures, which are like like harder. They're not bosses, but they're like harder versions of the creatures. And skags, badass skags, can be infused with elements. So there's, as you can see, there's a fire skag, and a shock skag, and a corrosive skag. And the top right is called slag. It's like uh, an element that weakens things, so they do take more damage if you're slagged, or if you slag something. Um... I don't know how the the infusion. I, if, if if it were introduced in Borderlands Two, I'd say the element infusion is as a result of the animal testing that goes on in that game as a plot point from the bad guys. But they're in the first game, so that doesn't really work. So they just can be on fire and live. Um, okay. they're able they are able to be tamed, like Dakino. Uh, the the first boss of Borderlands One Nine Toes has two pet skags, and there are skag riders in Borderlands One. I can't say what they're called because it's a slur, but they're but they're small men who ride skags. I thought it was. I thought you were gonna. Never mind. I'm not gonna. No. What were you gonna? No. No. What, what did you think I was gonna say? Well, there's there's enough spaces there. I thought you were gonna call them mutant skag riders, but. Mutant Skag Riders. That works. Yeah, sure. Um, they also drop pearls. Oh my god, I, I saw a flag. <laughs> you didn't see anything. You didn't see anything. <laughs> I don't know what Skag Pearls are supposed to be. Um, I don't know how pearls work, because I'm not a biologist. So maybe Kai can pitch in what a pearl is, because I feel like Kai would know. What um, a pearl is? Not that Sergio wouldn't know, it's but like Sergio... A, it's like a a grain of like sand that ends up like getting coated in a thick layer of mucus over like years and years and years inside mm -hmm. of like a, a clam. So maybe it's the same way with skags. Like when they eat things, like maybe they eat a clump of dirt and it turns into a pearl, but they're maybe. worth a lot of money. Could I um, make my theory? Sure. What's your theory? Uh, so, you know, obviously there's the, there's the classic clam makes a pearl with a grain of sand, but there, it could also be the possibility that these things eat a lot of minerals that get deposited in their body, which turn into a, a crystalline That's true. form. That's so true. It's not a pearl in the traditional sense. It's a, well, it's a clump of rare minerals that the game has classified as a pearl, but I don't know the Maybe. definition of a pearl. So, you know, I, well, pearls are just calcium carbonate, which calcium is a mineral. 
Maybe when they eat all the guns and stuff, they like they eat a bullet and it gets encased in mucus and minerals. It's possible. They do just eat whole magazines, according to the game. So part two is the bully mongs. Oh my god, my cousin would really like this slide. Oh my god. Well, bully mongs, actually, the name comes from, they didn't have a name for them when they were making the game, so they were like bully mongs as a placeholder name. And then it just became the name of the monster. Um, and the, there's actually a quest in Borderlands 2 where you try to name them, and they become like Pharavors, Primal Beasts, um, Fangboners is one of the names. And then Boner um, Farts. Oh yeah, Boner Fart, that's what it is, not Fangboner. Boner Farts. Fangboner is a road in Ohio. Um, so I didn't really know how to classify what type of... I think it's a mammal, because it has fur. I think it's an ape. Because it, it's got, like, gorilla-esque walking. But the thing about its legs is that it doesn't use its legs. They're just for standing. They use only their forearms to walk. Yeah. So I said they were, like, a gorilla. Because gorillas walk with their hands and stand on their feet. But bully mongs don't walk with their feet. Um... They they only I think baby baby bully mongs which are called mongolets that's a real thing I think they walk with their feet because their their arms have yet to grow um, bully mongs actually have four arms they have two arms that go on the ground as you can see in that picture and then if you look at the shoulders there's two more arms like mm-hmm. behind the front arms that they can use to throw they like throw ice shards at you and stuff they live in a in like the pole the polar parts of uh, I put Arctic parts because I couldn't think of the word, but the polar parts of uh of Pandora, yes. Could you fight one? Yeah, the first boss of Borderlands Two is actually a pack leader of Bully Mong. You, Jacob, fist fight a Bully Mong. Oh, I could easily. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. You really I have like a Borderlands fact. Actually, did you know that Knuckle Dragger is a female? Damn, that's first crazy. boss of Borderlands Two is Knuckle Dragger. Apparently, it's a female Bully Mong. I didn't know that. Uh, they also have a subspecies in volcanic areas. The Iridium Blight in Borderlands 2 is like the final main area of the game. And it's like a volcanic like mining area, and there's bully mongs there. There's actually one named King King Mong and another one called Donkey Mong. My cousin, cousin would love that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I think yeah. I, I, yeah, my cousin would love that, honestly. Yeah, mine too. Um, there's te- the testing with iridium through Hyperion created the bully rot, which is a corrosive bully mong that like farts on you. And then there's also one called the demong, which is just a Diablo two Easter egg, but it's a subspecies of bully mong that's in also in the volcanic areas that aren't the uh like just a regular volcanic one. So I decided to include it just because like it looks like a de- a demon thing from Diablo two, and it's incendiary. Now part three, spider ants. As you can see, I, I have a picture of Spider-Man here. Yeah, it's definitely not just Ant-Man's head on Spider-Man. Who would do that? That would be crazy. No questions until I get to the content, please. Spider-Ants um, are territorial bug-like creatures that look like spiders, but function similarly to ants. They have a hierarchy of like workers, soldiers, kings, and then queens. Um, they have two big forearms in the front and their, and their head casing are all like like the skag bulletproof um however the abdomen behind the head of the spider ant is extremely weak 
So you can just like insta kill it pretty much, just squish it. Um, they prey on skags. They have webbing. I don't know if it's like canonically webbing, but it's just like a web. They shoot webs out of their ass like a spider. Um, that picture on the right is from Borderlands Three. One of the main characters can tame creatures. Like you can have like a pet skag or a pet um, spider ant. Yes, Equinox Doodles. So what you're saying is that the spider ants have a soft spot, much like Grogu from The Mandalorian? Yeah, when I push my <laughs> thumb into the back of his skull. Yeah, they, they prey on skags, they prey on humans, pretty much anything they can they can encase in like a cocoon of webbing they can eat. Um, Much like skags and most creatures on Pandora, excluding Bullymongs, I guess, they come in elemental variations. Weirdly enough... There's no shock scat or, or not shock skags shock uh, spider ant in two, which are where these pictures are from. I think there are in one, but I didn't count that because they don't look cool. Um, <laughs> Borderlands Three doesn't have any elemental spider ants, which I didn't know. But there aren't very many spider ants in Borderlands Three because only like two percent of the game takes place on Pandora. Because the whole point of Borderlands Three is you go to different planets. Um, they're weak to explosives because any biologist would know bugs um, die when you blow them up. Well, yeah. Most of the time. Yeah, I think that's how it works. If you fire a rocket launcher at an ant, it would die, just relatively speaking. Yes. Not, not at me, though. I'd be fine. A human would be fine. Are you a bug? Is that what you're trying <laughs> no, to imply what, here? No, that's, not, that's why I'd be fine, because I'm not a bug. I'm a human being. Okay. Yeah. The, the thing about it, I'm assuming... The the fire and the corrosives are like naturally occurring because they're in Borderlands One, but slag is unique to Borderlands Two. And usually, slag creatures are based on like again like animal testing. There's an area in the in Borderlands Two called the Wildlife Exploitation Reserve where they just do like testing with the with iridium, which is like the the magical rock in Borderlands Two that makes magic like science shit happen. So I'm assuming they just like tested on spider ants and made the the slag spider ant. Probably the skag as well. Um, that's just my theory, but I don't know what could make creatures catch on fire in nature. So I don't know. So next we have the rack. This is this one's another short one. Um, see, I put censored because the joke is rack is like boob, and it's also hey, relevant to later. Because, I want to um, see him. Obviously. Racks are little flying bat-like creatures. They have no feet. All they do is fly. They have a hook tail that like hook on meat to eat. Um, actually, in, interestingly, one thing I didn't put here that I should have put is um, besides the fact that they are similar to spider ants, where they have a hierarchy of society. You know, like scavengers, feeders, defenders, hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, however, scracks are interesting because they're actually parasites. Um, which leads into our fun fact. The ESRB almost banned the first Borderlands game because of the Rack Hive. Because the Rack Hive is actually a living creature. And the thing about the Rack Hive is that it has a mouth pussy. Oh my god. Its mouth looks like a pussy. And the game almost got banned for having a mouth pussy. That's fucking crazy. Because the Rack Hive is a boss in Borderlands 1. And that's why if you play any other Borderlands, pretty much there's no rack hive in Borderlands 3, and there's one rack hive in Borderlands 2 that's used as a joke that dies instantly. Um, That's all I have for actual monsters. I'm going to do a little bonus that's just like, there's chubby animals. Everyone likes heckin' chonkers. 
So just take a moment to look at the cute little creatures that they have in Borderlands that are really fat. Like the chubby skag and the chubby rack. I love the chubby rack because it looks so stupid. It looks so dumb. It looks like a morbidly obese dragonfly. <laughs> um, we also have the chubby spider ant and the chubby... That's a varkid. I forgot to put it down. I didn't explain the varkids, but they're like the spider ants. They're like an insect that can um, cocoon to become bigger. Um, And yeah. But I also yeah. have the most important chubby creature in all of Borderlands. <gasps> chubby Bones. Oh my god. The chubby skeleton. <laughs> he does not look chubby. He still looks like a skeleton. Well, oh, he, is he, a, he is a skeleton. He's just a skeleton. Look how thick his bones are. This is what happens when, you know, parents tell their kids that they'll, they'll fill You're out later in life. When Hartman says he's big bone in South Park, this is what he means. Big bone yeah. bottom text. And that's that's it. That's my whole that's my that's my presentation. Does anybody have any questions? Wow. Thank you. I have a question. What's your question? Why are all the animals so insect like? Um my guess is the fact that it is a desert planet, they're probably very like they just naturally adapted to have more like insecty qualities, I guess. Okay. Living on the ground to stay away from the sun, the, the hot sun, mm-hmm. foraging to to survive as opposed to hunting, so you don't have to be out in the sun as much, so on and so forth. I'm not a biologist, so maybe you have a better answer than I do. <laughs> honestly, personization, I mean, baby. I mean, well. Uh- Crabs aren't an insect, for one thing, so it's not carcinization. It's um, insectinization. Okay. I, 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 yes. I was trying to. I thought it was funny, but um, no, I think I think desert adaptations works as like an explanation because you know insects are like relatively efficient with water. Yeah, it's kind of a plot hole, honestly, because. Yes. The whole thing is that Borderlands, the the reason that it is a uh, a desert on Borderlands is because a company came in and mined all of its like okay resources and just like drained the planet. So technically speaking, none of these creatures should have adapted to have these like anti deserty um like well, mutations, mm, I guess. Because it, it, they it, were... were like over hundreds of years, maybe, but it's not that long of a time period. Okay. I don't think. I mean, you can have rapid evolutionary selection based on just like that's true changing it, environmental pressures. So yeah, everything suddenly being stripped of resources and becoming a desert makes sense. That like the creatures that die off are the ones who don't have favorable traits, and then the ones that end up yeah. you know emerging as the dominant species were the ones that just happened to mm-hmm. randomly mutate desert yeah. traits. That's fair. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about Borderlands. I really like the skag. Skags are cool. Skags I like that they cool. I like that they poop out their mouth. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of animals that do that. Now mm-hmm. I will. Uh, I'm gonna have to snipe at you here for just a moment. Yes. Uh, there is a portion of the game called Sir Hammerlock's Headhunters DLC, where you do not explore a desert area. You in fact explore a lush. Rich Sir Hammerlock's uh, big game hunt. You're thinking big of big game hunter. Yes, there are certain areas of Pandora that are preserved to not be desert. 
mostly for like you see in the DLC hunting. Like it's it's a reserve, a hunting reserve. So all the animals there live in their natural environments. What from about like desertation? There are actually tourist areas. There is another okay. DLC um, that is, is a headhunter DLC that you were thinking of, Matt, um, called the Son yes. of Cromorax, where all the main characters go onto a like a like a beach island, and then okay. the son of a raid boss called Cromorax from the first game. Uh, kidnaps all the Borderlands one ball hunters, and you have to go kill him. Hmm. Yes, and there's that a. Makes sense I don't know how, which. Uh, you know what? Cromorax crab. That's that's where yes. it. That's where it leads. But yeah, beach is like desert, but with water. So I think I, I think I, it counts. Counts as desert. Yeah. You didn't bring it up, but Threshers are also a, a mainstay in the Borderlands. Yeah, I was gonna, I, I was thinking about talking about Threshers, but I don't know what to say about Threshers. They're like worm burrowers. Some of them can make wormholes, like literal wormholes that drag you in. I don't know how that works, so I didn't want to talk about it. It's I'm not works. talking about quantum mechanics on this fucking podcast. <laughs> this is Ooh. biology and ecology. We don't need to talk about quantum mechanics. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not the fucking Big Bang Theory guy. All right. But yeah. Any Who's other next? questions? Ooh, yes. Let's have any last questions. I, I just want to say that I, I like the des- the designs of the, the creatures in Borderlands as they're very much like, um, they feel like they can be real in a way um, with the uh-huh. way that they're set up. I kind of, as a person who, like when I when I like like my sci-fi aliens, I like when artists tend to go like out, out of the box and make something that we don't really have here on Earth. And a lot of the creatures that you show are just like, dog, <laughs> big insects. Yeah, gorilla. The rack hive is like a like an elephant with a mouth pussy. Yes, that's a bit different. That we don't really see that on Earth. Yeah, much. yeah. That's that's. I, I will say I will give a shout out to the rack hive because they're really cool. Because like they have like parasitic like caves in their body that the racks live in that they mm. shoot out. They shoot them out when you fight the boss of the the rack hive in Borderlands One. It actually shoots out clusters of rack at you. So maybe it's like a hive mind. Like maybe it's not just a parasite, but they can. It's a, it's a com- like a, what is it? Like a communal organism. Yeah, Come perhaps. Yeah, whatever nice word, word, whatever yes. word you're trying to say, that's probable. It's kind of like an ecosystem unto itself. It's a colony of different yeah. organisms that mm-hmm. are inside. Like us. Humans are that with our microbiomes. Yes. Somewhat. But yeah. No, enough staring at chubby bones. That's the end of mine. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Who's going next? Was that Equinox Doodles? That was no, going it's me. It's, okay. it's me. It's me. Oh, somebody said they were going next. I don't remember who. It was me. It was, it was Kai. Kai. Okay. Kai. My, uh, my biology talk is going to be a lot less uh, long because I don't have any visuals. And I only prepared one monster for you. But it is the um, the best one. The most important one of this particular media. And I'm going to be talking about a book series. Um, They're known as, I guess, the Scholomance novels. Um, They're by Naomi Novik. I think I'm Mm -hmm. pronouncing that right. The the main, does anyone, is anybody familiar with this besides Matt, who I talked about the series with? No. No. Okay, nobody knows what this is. Here's a quick rundown. Okay, here's the quick rundown. So it's basically Harry Potter. However, everything's different. (laughs) 
So it's a magical school. That's what the skull of man says. And it's basically like a school that wants to kill you because it's completely inhabited by like monsters. And um, the school is like intentionally antagonistic. Like if you're trying to get to some place directly, it'll change around its layout so that you can't really get to that area in a like, I don't know, in a direct path that kind of like meanders you around so that you can encounter monsters and other threats. Um, to graduate from this school, you have to just like survive in a match to the death with a bunch of monsters that are called Maleficaria in this world. Um, and the main character is a badass lady who was prophesized to uh, be the death of groups of wizards in this magic school and uh, end the world as they know it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely like, you know, doing a play off of the whole like magical school kind of thing, but turning all the tropes around. So um, one of the most influential Maleficaria in the story is called a Maw Mouth. I'm now going to just dump some pictures into general and uh, you can go ahead and this look thing at that. Horrifying. I mean, it doesn't look that one's kind of underwhelming. I'm going to send the two what underwhelming photos. It's a blob with a bunch of eyes and some mouths. Oh, well, my goodness. That looks like a Mr. You know, like the Mr. Children's books, like Mr. and Mrs. This one's the good one, though. This one's the one that it probably actually looks like. The little men. The second one looks like a little men. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. I do. Like what you're talking about. Like like little Miss Bossy. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it does look like that. I mean, you know, it's not supposed to look cute in the actual story, but basically it's this uh, giant beast that is like sort of gelatinous. Um, it has like protruding tentacles that come off of it that it uses to grasp its prey, which is humans, and uh, like drag it inside of its giant gaping mouth. And it's covered in eyes. And these eyes are the eyes of it, its victims that have been incorporated into its body. Um, that's what cool. I found so interesting about this creature in particular. Even though I'm a biologist, I'm I'm not really sure what the mechanism would be for incorporating eyeballs into it. But since it's like, you know, a magical creature, you can have some suspension of disbelief that like somehow in some way um, the mana that's fueling it is um, able to incorporate wizards as part of its body. It's literally um, magic. Who cares? It's, yes, it's literally magic. Um, I I found it to be quite an interesting thing because um, how do I want to say this? Um, it basically up until this book, it's almost unkillable. Um, there were only like three well, recorded hmm. wizards who were able to kill them, including the main character. Um. Basically, what you have to do is, uh, like, go inside of it by putting around, like, a magic shield around myself, and you give it indigestion. 
like you just go into it with the shield and it tries to like eat the shield and it doesn't work and and then it just kind of dies after that if you are able to like reach the core of it and it's kind of hard to understand like all of what the core of it is but i'm gonna i'm gonna tell some massive spoilers for this book series hell yeah so uh listeners if you don't want massive spoilers about how um how this creature works and things that happen in the book uh don't don't listen for a while how old is this book this is not an old book the newest edition um so like the third book in the series literally came out in november Uh, (laughs) i was gonna say if it's like a 20 year old book series fuck them no no this is this is brand spanking new pretty much how about this how about this Spoil it in 60 seconds so we can just have them skip forward like a minute. Okay, so here's the spoils. Okay, three, two, one, go. So basically, we find out that um, the main character learns a special unique technique to be able to kill this monster faster than putting up a shield. And that is just telling it that it is already dead. She just says, you are already dead. And it dies because, you know, it, it's an organism that's made up of the souls of everything that it's eaten. And oh, so when they're told hey. that they're already dead with like a magical uh, force behind it, they just like go, oh, shit, you're right. We are really dead. And then just it disappears. Damn, you right. <laughs> also. No, I, you know what? I won't spoil the big spoiler. I just think that was funny that we just have the like omaiwa mo shinderu. Yeah, I was gonna say it's literally <laughs> the Kenshiro like yes kill yes. Omaiwa mo shinderu. Noni. Yeah, that's that's the that's the maw mouth in real life. Just nani, and then it dies. Um, but I just I just thought it was a super cool. Monster, does anybody have any questions? I can tell you how they made the monster, not really like how it incorporates. Did they the put souls. a bunch of people into a jar and then shake it up a lot? You know what? Basically, honestly, yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a spoiler free explanation that tells you like exactly that's what so it cool. is. I'm no, so actually, smart. I'll, I'll, I'll spoil it again. <laughs> All right, now, if you're listening, just... skip over a minute. Oh, okay. again. This is the biggest spoiler because this is from the book that came out in November. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So, skip skip forward a minute. So, basically, they take someone who uh uses a particular type of magic. I'm not going to get into the details right now, but they use a particular type of magic. Um they literally sacrifice them uh by crushing them with a ton of stones or bricks. Uh-huh. And then um by like crushing an actual person for so long under this immense weight, it for some reason forms a maw mouth for magical reasons. And Ooh. then um, they feed it human sacrifices and then just release it. And then um, the like group of wizards who has made this monster then profits off of the like mana or the magic that they collect from the wizards that it ends up eating. I think that was longer than a minute, but you know, whatever. It, it's all. Was good. anybody timing me? No, it's I was not. It was, it was about a minute. I think it was like okay. a minute and a half. Okay, I well, yeah, if cool. anyone has any problems, they can just skip it. 
I think it's head. really cool. Just keep skipping. <laughs> I would ask questions, but I've already talked about it a shit ton with Kai, because it's a really uh-huh. interesting feature. Yeah. Yes. No, that's cool. Does, does anybody have any questions? You can also ask questions about the book series, because I know I kind of, like, skipped over. Uh, how uh, torn up would you be if they made a shitty adaptation about it? Uh, I probably wouldn't watch it, so I would not be torn up. Also, I think it could work as a shitty adaptation. Um, just from the way it's written, I I think it would do well being converted into like a television show. I don't think it would make a good movie, personally. Um, I think there's just too many minute details and it's also a little boring since it's like school mm-hmm. um hmm. full I shade at the harry the potter mo- movies yeah i was gonna say one of the most popular media franchises ever is a is a seven book series about a fucking nerd who goes to school full with shade. a bunch of other fucking nerds i don't stand jk rowling whatsoever so full wow shade. kai doesn't stand jk rowling whoever you know, i ever could have guessed that I've, i doesn't like jk rowling i've read all of the harry potter books i will say that i've read all of them i haven't watched all the movies because i don't care um i thought harry potter was okay percy jackson's um, better percy jackson's way better like infinitely better um both no from, like an interest standpoint and from a narrative standpoint way better. oh my god kai we should watch the, since the tv show for percy jackson comes out next year we should watch it oh yeah we should watch that that'd be awesome mm-hmm. flushed emoji See, I, I i would probably have the same reaction as you if i didn't consume both pieces of media movie only <laughs> and well we all know so harry potter would in that case harry potter would be way better but the percy jackson movies just suck donkey yeah they were bad i remember when the musical was when the musical came to broadway rick riordan was like this is way better than the fucking movie (laughs) (laughs) i think this is awesome (laughs) this is so cool (laughs) that's hilarious i love that all I right. still need to actually watch that musical. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, you can't watch it legally, so I would never recommend you do anything illegal. But if you did, I would recommend it. I can. Right. You can recommend me to watch slime tutorials on YouTube. Yeah, I can. I can. <laughs> I can't recommend that. All right, who's next? Who would like to go next? I can go next, or Sergio can. Well, Michael Equinox Doodles. Equinox Doodles got passed over. They wanted to go second, but they were passed by Kai Bartholomew. Because I already finished that I wanted to go second. Then I believe it's only fair that that, that the Doodle Bob goes. The Doodle Bob. I don't want to be called the Doodle Bob. Thank you. like Um, Like the SpongeBob guy. Yeah, so mine's more of a mine's more of a mine's more of a discussion rather than a um, uh, rather than like a an in depth sort of thing. So uh, equiology. Yeah, welcome to equiology. Okay. We're talking about uh, horses. So, You're gonna talk about equius from Homestuck. No, no. So uh, I, you know, I'm gonna I'll show you some pictures of some of the weird creatures that I uh, that I pulled from. Mm. We can, you know, mm. sort of discuss this. So I'm uh, raising my hand. Yes. What is it, Jake? Um. Did you know that you need to activate Windows? In the, I in don't the care. Settings. I really don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, 
our first image. As you can see, we have a majestic creature here. Uh, you can see that it has this very long white coat, uh, despite the grass. fact that it is. Uh, yeah, the grass is nice too. But uh, so the <laughs> so the animal grass. The animal there is a you know it's a majestic it's a it's a Pegasus right like I mean it's it's a white coat it's got the wings it's it's very fantastical uh, yeah it's very very beautiful mm -hmm. uh, it's very mm -hmm. interesting in this world because there aren't that many Pegasi in this world mm -hmm. I don't so see fucking shit did you take what your you medication honey <laughs> what do you mean did you there's nothing in this in this image there's clouds and there's okay, grass okay. Uh, all right you know maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe you know, maybe this next image will help. So, as we can see here, there's a there's a dragon, right? Uh, <laughs> I kind of see it. I kind of see it in the clouds. If you think about it, do see it. What do you mean? What do you mean you don't see the dragon? The the big red scaly dragon currently. I see it. It's a red cloud. Did you take your medication, honey? I did. I did. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. Since you guys clearly can't see this massive fucking dragon, all right. We'll go. To, we'll go to the you know to the main one. All right, the main beast of this series. All right, as we can see here, that's just Windows. XP. It's just Windows XP. Come you gotta on. activate Windows. <laughs> so so, I'm not sure if it's been obvious, but I've been yanking your chain. Uh, you might have noticed that there oh. have been no animals shown inside of this. Oh. That's because this is taking place in a uh, in a novel. Uh, that is very near and dear to my heart. Oh my god! That does not <gasps> no, have please. any animals. You're yanking so the chain. No, chain of memories. Animals. No. Can we end the episode now? <laughs> there are no animals. You are correct. So, so as I said, this is more of a discussion rather than a uh, rather than like a like a like a here's this cool creature. Ain't that cool? So uh, I want to discuss what would happen in a world where we would, where we just don't have any animals anymore, where it's just humans. Like every animal species except for humans went extinct for some unknown, forsaken re you know reason. Maybe it's their land masses were destroyed. The their the China houses that they were staying in were destroyed. Like, uh, yeah, like there, there's so many there's so many ways that they were like wiped out. So you know, you know what would happen to a world without animals. I would cry. Matt's spamming the whale emoji. No, no, no. no. Let's let's actually put our thinking caps on here because I'm actually thinking about this question. Um, we would die. Now, are we talking about all animals suddenly disappearing, or a world with an ecosystem that evolved without fauna? Well, where did the humans uh, I mean, come from? It's more of it's more of a like they went extinct because of I guess maybe overhunting. So like. Humanity is just sort of left, like you know, the last okay. breakfast burrito. Are there was stolen insects? By Sora. Maybe I don't know. There's no animals. If there's, there's no animals, it's, it's, then there's no insects. It's just humans. It's just humans. Like I animals just so went extinct. Well, obviously, um, you know, you wouldn't have things like milk and eggs and cheese. Uh, dairy would be non-existent unless you want to. You wouldn't have honey. Vegans would rule the world. Everyone is a vegan. Vegans would rule the world. What about what about worms? Actually, you know what? I have I have a dispute for this. Uh huh. Yeah. There would be no plants either, because there would be no pollinators. Well, do we have any evidence that there's plants in Chain of Memories? Does he talk about the grass? There are trees. There's trees. There's trees. There's grass too. Because remember, in the grass was a meme. 
Yes. That's true. Also yeah, yeah. Yes, there is vines. So the world could not exist without animals because let me let me tell you something, okay? So the, uh, either there would have to be an evolutionary mechanism of pollination for plants that is different than what we see in our world or there would be no plants because human pollination attempts so like doing it yourself manually is vastly inferior to pollination from animals like other animals like birds insects bats that sort of thing vastly inferior now you could argue like oh now all of them have wind pollination wind dispersal but again still not as efficient as having the animals doing it well so if we're talking about humans supplementing it though my argument against that is all agriculture principally is man-made pollination of plants it's just that yeah, we've you, industrialized it a but lot. it's it's different it's you different. are forgetting something it's a very little important different. uh I do want to bounce this off of you matt um crops would also just not exist in this world because there are no worms to oxidize the earth that the crops would be in i would do it you would do it you i would take do one it. for that'd the team my, that'd be my job i would do it well we what can are you gonna do grow... just like well hmm we can grow crops inside of non soil like we grow crops yeah, but what about the actual soil well the actual soil we plow it every year so you would just have to plow it aggressively in order to aerate well who's land. plowing in the forest me <laughs> Kirito and his mm. wife I would imagine that's that plants might develop their own aerating mechanisms at some point. Perhaps their soil, the, the, they would just find the, ways of disturbing the soil. The, 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 main, the main thing, though, nutritionally for human beings, I would see of being a problem is without any... See, the great thing about meat is it's so calorically dense because you got fat, you got yes. protein. So, like, you know, you can eat, like, you know, like, like you know, your, like, two, like, chicken breasts and be like, good, but without, like, big dense things of protein nuts everybody's is just gonna be like peanut like peanut butter nuts because you got to get that protein so especially like if you're like gonna be like a fighter and like like need to get strong because because like like when you need mm -hmm. to get like strong and big and like you need a lot of protein meat perfect we're not I, I don't think we're in a world where we can just like get the protein drinks where we can just distill it and just get it so like Sora and his gang is just televisions. Like, hmm? They could they could probably have pea protein powder. Yeah, they do have TV and movies, and also rock concerts, according to the fourth book. Oh damn! Yes. Okay, they they could have pea protein. Then I believe it. Yeah, I I mostly wanted to do this one because it's funny, and two because it's a running joke that I felt like we we needed to come back to at some point and just sort of talk about it. It's an it's there will, an would suck. medic hazard. Do people get sick that in the Chain well. of Memories universe? Uh, only if they're struck by the cursed sword, I believe. Uh, there was during a fight with the with the now revived Organization Seven that we see in Book Three and Book Four. Uh, one of them cuts Merida, who is the daughter of Kiara, and that mm -hmm. basically plants like a poison. <laughs> Why are you spamming the whale emoji on Discord? <laughs> Wubble would be gone. <laughs> no Wubble. 
No wobble. Yeah, I thought this. I thought this would be funny. Uh, I thought it. I thought it'd be a good bit. Yeah, this is it's a, a good bit. bit. It was I fine. love that bit. It was a good bit. I'll let Sergio Thank go you. next, and I'll I'll end us off with Jim yeah. Bob. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I would say to end, end things off is that mostly people's nutrition would be fucked depending on what grew where and how, like, like what their diets were like. Because it would be very easy for your diet to just turn to shit and you get some kind of deficiency in something. Yeah. I think that everything would be fucked and everything their lives would be, would be terrible. Like, no citrus plants? Then die. Scurvy. Scurvy city. Yep. Then yep, die. Yeah, everybody's teeth is just Are horrible in this universe. This is hell. All right, Sergio, they, bring they're it living on. in hell. Bring it on. All righty. So let me share my screen here. Oh my god, he did make a PowerPoint. I did make a. I told oh you I was god. making a PowerPoint. I thought you told me you weren't making a PowerPoint. <laughs> How did you, you specifically do said you didn't make one? Well, I said I, I did notes, and then you were like, oh, I'm going to make a PowerPoint, so I made a PowerPoint. No, you didn't yeah, You didn't tell me you were making one. You just made one. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, I have one. So, <laughs> welcome the, to the ecology the of Final Fantasy. Oh, I hear me. Fix that. Just mute it. Share your screen. It. No, I can't just mute it. Yeah, just mute it. I heard so, myself um, laughing. It made me throw up in my mouth, and I shit everywhere. All right, All right, so welcome to the ecology of Final Fantasy. Yeah, sorry, what? Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, d- does everybody know what a Final Fantasy is? Raise your hand in the Zencaster if you don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. I have no idea. What is that? Is that so, there's 14 the of them. Free trial. There's actually 16 of them. Uh, there will be 16 of them. Uh, so, so, Final Fantasy is a uh, long-running JRPG series that was inspired by uh, D&D. If you actually go back and play the original Final Fantasy 1 on the NES, there is spell slots. It sucks. Um, and half the spells are bugged and don't do anything. Um, uh, so, long-running series. Each numbered entry is its own, uh, <laughs> in its own universe, and they are fantasy stories, which, as they progress, they got particularly more uh, sci-fi fantasy. And we'll be talking about some of the creatures that inhabit the world of Final Fantasy. Starting off with the Flan, uh, or Flan. Um, Flan. Flan. Yes, Flan. They appear in all mainline Final Fantasy titles, so 1 through 16. And they are amorphous, blob-like creatures with eyes. They're usually depicted with eyes and some type of teeth. Sometimes the teeth are just, like, gooey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? We have to put an asterisk on that because we don't know if they appear in Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They well, don't actually. We don't. Know, we don't know if they'll be in 16, but I, I, I assume that they will be, being that they're in all of them. Um. Uh. So, like I said, sometimes the teeth aren't like teeth, teeth. They're like gooey protrusions, but sometimes they're teeth. Uh. They're described as consuming uh things by like swall like they swallow them up and then they digest them inside and then they are no more. Uh, there are different types that are all named after desserts. So you have like puddings, jellies, tallows. There's like pink marshmallow. They usually have a dessert or a confectioner of food related name. Uh, they can cast magic and they resist physical attacks because they're little like jelly jelly blobs. And they're described as being delicious and they are hunted by humans. I assume that they like, like if you kill like a white pudding, it tastes like vanilla pudding. Probably. 
the picture on the top are mini flans because they have a they 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 they, so like they start out as the mini flans and then they grow into big flans and there's like giga like 10 foot flans if they all just decide to coalesce into one huge one Uh uh-huh next we have the biology of the flan so eyes and teeth uh unrealistic um this thing is probably like a, a big like single cell organism i mean it doesn't have any bones it's jelly so i don't really imagine that this thing would grow like teeth and eyes if we're going with the single cell um explanation um but i wanted to specifically look at how it digested things um because we actually have a basis for this in real life uh so i said that it was likely similar to a macrophage which if you're familiar with cells at work you probably know about them or health class or whatever but the macrophage is a white blood cell inside your body that's really good at eating things. And protists also um, do this too. Um, As Kai explained at our Pokemon Taxonomy panel, a protist is anything that's not a bacteria, a fungi, a plant, or an animal. Big catch-all terms. So how is it doing this? This is a term we like to call phagocytosis. So how phagocytosis works is that the target is enveloped... Wait, I I know what phagocytosis is. It's when you digest things in orange soda. Phagocytosis. Shut the fuck up. You bitch. I I thought it was funny. Phagocytosis. (laughs) So there's there's a little diagram that you can follow along with on the right side. So... The target is enveloped by the cell's uh, plasma membrane, which is, you know, the outer layer. So it's brought into the the cell itself. And then it's brought inside of a little bubble called phagosome. And then so brought inside, tucked into a phagosome, and then it's merged with a lysosome. A lysosome is a cell organelle with a bunch of digestive enzymes. Think of it as like the cell's stomach. The lysosome, like... um, it breaks things down and processes things. It gets rid of like dead organelles and things that the cell no longer needs. So these two things combine to make a phagolosome. And phagolosome is basically like a kill box. You got a high acidic environment, like pH of four. You got tons of digestive enzymes. And this thing just murders the shit out of whatever is inside of it. And then in terms of eating, these nutrients are then dis- distributed into the cytosol, which is the jelly that the cell is made out of. And, that goes to wherever it needs to go. A little bonus fact is that the macrophage can actually generate toxic substances like hydrogen cyanide, hydrogen peroxide in the little kill box, and hypochlorite, which uh, is used to make hypochlorous acid. You know it better as bleach. Um, so whatever's in this oh. phagolosome is just getting the shit killed out of it. There are some bacteria that can actually resist it, or they 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 like once they get eat like eaten by the macrophage, they stop the phagolosome from being uh, created because obviously that's, that's death for them. But like tuberculosis will it like tuberculosis wants to be eaten by macrophages because they grow inside of them. It's cool. And also really nefarious and why tuberculosis is such a big problem. Tuberculosis. Moving on to the ecology of the flan. Uh, so in Final Fantasy thirteen two, there is a side quest uh, where all of the flan get uh, sucked into another time period, and this village begins to starve because it was their um, main source of food. So you got to get the flan back. Uh, they're really weak, and they're most likely preyed on by other creatures. I would probably put them at the bottom of the rung of uh, uh, predators because you know they don't have any bones. Um, 
they're just big blobs of jelly. However, they do have a high adaptability and they have uh, multiple subspecies, uh, as, you, as, I, as I mentioned before. And you can basically find them anywhere in the various Final Fantasy multiverse. Almost every biome or climate will have their own flavor of flan um, in the environment. Next up, we mm. have one of my favorite Final Fantasy creatures, the Behemoth. Uh, the Behemoth is not actually in the original Final Fantasy. However, there is uh, concept artwork of the Warrior of Light fighting a flying behemoth, which they never actually put a flying behemoth into any of the games. Um, but it's like the same design and everything, and they just eventually use it in Final Fantasy 2. So these are large canine-esque creatures, as you can tell by the um, artwork there. They can stand on both legs, and they can wield weapons. Some, some of them carry swords around. I don't know where they got them. Uh, we never see like a behemoth society. So I don't know. They just make them in their free time. I guess. We we should also bring up the fact that the behemoth is actually also in Kingdom Hearts, and also Monster Hunter. Yes. Uh, There's a larger variant known as a King Behemoth. Uh, I couldn't find anything to know if behemoths grow into to King Behemoths or uh, they're a separate animal entirely. Um, And they can be tamed and used as. And used as war animals uh, in cutscenes in Final Fantasy XI, uh, an invading force is using them as like basically like siege beasts to like break the walls down of a city. So the biology and ecology of uh, the Behemoth. Now, what's interesting about this is that the director of Final Fantasy XV, Hajime Tabata, actually asked his development team to imagine the behemoth as a real actual creature and they made this uh they made uh two replica skulls as you can see here and there's actually a funny story that i learned where the um like the creature designer made a full scale behemoth to be scanned into final fantasy 15 and then he ran it over with his car by accident oh oh god oh Oh, the horror. How do you do I, that? I don't know how accident. that happens, but being the behemoth is described as being like 15 feet usually, and if they said it was a full-scale model, god, god damn. Like, that, that thing probably looked really cool. Christ. That's but cool. anyways, so what did the team come up with? Well, they decided that the behemoth is actually an amphibious creature that spends most of its time in the water and attacks uh, anything that comes too close to the shore. Uh, becomes lethargic when it uh, when its body temperature gets too low, and when it heat when it gets angry, it heats up because the behemoth is usually like described as like getting like really red and inflamed when it gets angry and it's like rage state. Um, it mainly stays in the water to help maintain its body temperature. Its dorsal fin helps dissipate heat, and they based its claws and legs off of a coyote. Actually, lastly, we have the chocobo, probably the most famous Final Fantasy monster. It was not in the first one. Uh, just what? Two it wasn't 15. in the first one? Nope. That's crazy to Final me. Yeah. Uh, so the Chocobo is a bipedal flightless bird, uh, similar to a large chicken, but with the size and strength of a horse. They run about 20 miles per hour and is described as be- needing a license to ride one. Uh, black Chocobos are the only ones that can fly. They come in various different plumages, so there's like red ones, blue ones, white ones. They're described as having a, a smelly smell that smells smelly. Um... But you can apparently uh, mitigate the smell by feeding it its favorite food, Geysol greens, which are basically like a special kind of cabbage. Uh, and on the right here, we have the, the original uh, Amano that? Art, art. That that is what the, the original is Amano artwork of a chocobo, where it was like a what? pteranodon the creature. Fuck? 
That thing is disgusting. That thing should die. That was awesome. Yeah, that, it's not a, that it's not was what I think of when I think Final Fantasy. I'm gonna be real. Well, I mean, it was made by the guy who did all of the original artwork, so it, th- this design never made it into any of the games. But if you read like the what? original like light novel for Final Fantasy three, they used that design. Uh oh. So, so the Chocobo is basically like the equivalent of a horse. Like think like like a chicken, but it's like the size of an ostrich, and you can like hop on it and ride it. Uh, they use them as cavalry or chocobo down. knights. Uh, they use them as transportation. And in Final Fantasy X, there are ships that are powered by chocobos running on hamster wheels. Damn. So in the ecosystem, they're grazing animals. You know, they're they're the Final Fantasy equivalent of, of a horse. Uh, wild chocobos are depicted as being very strong. A whole party of adventurers could get wiped by a specifically powerful chocobo. And businesses tend to spring up around them. There's like rent a chocobo places where you can rent a chocobo to go places or have one um take you to a specific destination uh there are chocobo racing like there's horse racing people have merchandise and clothes with them and their intelligence varies between games but in final fantasy 5 uh your pet chocobo like leaves and disappears when he comes back uh he's married and is having kids that's crazy that's I don't know if he communicates that to you, but at least on the wiki, it says that he it, that when he comes back, it is married and with children. So, and that uh, hmm. ends my presentation. Those are the three Final Fantasy uh, monsters. I Why didn't out. you include the fat chocobo from Final Fantasy fourteen? Well, the fa- well the fat chocobo is in other games too, but it's just a chocobo that is obese, so I it's didn't really need to talk about it. I don't have any questions. Not me. Uh, I I will ask, do you prefer the old Chocobo design to the new Chocobo? I I am... Well, first off, I'm kind of, like, lukewarm on the Chocobo. Um, I wouldn't say it's, like... Just, like, Chocobos in general. I, I guess, like, I'm not, like, big on them. They're not, like, my favorite Final Fantasy creature. Um, or fine, I guess. I I like I like the chicken design. I don't think they should have went with like the pteranodon camel. I mean, it's a very interesting design. It's very like fantasy. Um, it, I definitely could see it like in someone's like fantasy world or even like a sci-fi world of like these like pteranodon t- camel things. But I I like the chicken. You design. know what it makes me think of? I don't think yeah. anyone else is gonna get this. But in Morrowind, there's these like fast travel stations instead of fast traveling in Morrowind. I know, I know what you're talking Weird, about. Weird big creatures that you have to ride on to fast travel in Morrowind. That's what this is making me think of. Mm-hmm. I kind of know what you're talking about. I'll see if I can find a picture and put it in the Discord. <clears throat> well, I, I will ask. I will ask you this, Sergio. If a chocobo was real, would you ride it? Yeah, I would. It seems like general in the fan in HQ. That's what it makes me think of. The, the the like raptor four arms and that's it. <laughs> that's it, honestly. But you know, it's like it's like the the forearm kind of thing. The head is totally and different. It looks like it looks like an insect. More than uh, yeah, and then in fucking oblivion. They're like, yeah, we have this really cool fast travel fucking uh like bug pill bug things what should we do in the in oblivion and then someone was like let's add horses fuck you 
Fuck you for adding Marlins. Yeah, we want those to be some pods. Marlin is supposed to be a hellish, godforsaken landscape. Dude, in in Oblivion, you go to hell. (laughs) Yeah, and you see hellish things in hell. You just don't stick around. Needs more isopods. All right, end your stream, Sergio, and we can we can finish it off with cock. Cock. Cock Cock and balls. balls. I love cock. There's no cock and balls in my presentation, unfortunately, except for Jim Bob's. Well, Jim Bob, you don't get to see his cock and balls. There will be men, though. Men. Mm, I do like those. There will be some men. So here we have Jim Bad. Jim That's Bad. A, yeah. Jim is that like Sinbad? Not, no. It, it, he's just Jim Bad. He, he is not our tour guide today. Our tour guide is coming. <laughs> here he comes. He's coming. Ooh, come. How much of this is modded? He's just a nightkin from fucking Fallout. Why <laughs> <laughs> oh, does he look like a nightkin <laughs> from Fallout 3? <laughs> New Vegas. He's a nightkin from Fallout 3. Okay. Right. So here we have Jim Bob, who God, is our proportions are so fucked up. <laughs> What's wrong with him? Him What's having a like, super mutant head and then having the weirdest, lankiest body is so weird. Oh, no, you, you haven't... Oh my you haven't god! Seen his full glory. What the fuck? <laughs> That's so gross. You got to take off all his clothes. Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Put those dogs away. Do you not? Why does he have like Hank Hill ass thighs? Look at his thighs. He's like Hank Hill ass. All right. Okay. That's, that's enough. Okay. So we have a giant, ten foot tall mutant motherfucker who's going to show us around the world. But for right now, we've got the pack animals that I already bought. So this is a pack. Are these, ba- are these all base game creatures? The, these are all base game creatures. Normally, you can't get the swamp frogs, but the swamp frogs are base game creatures. Uh, so this is a pack beast. It looks a lot like a cow that got mange and then got dog ears and then got flayed alive. But he's actually pretty happy. His name is Jaime. I, s- I said it looks like a rectum. It, it looks like I was going to say it looks like a really a fucked up. Um, I can't think of the dra- the Bro. fictional dragon. You know that fictional dragon that's like all white and fluffy. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah. one from the Neverending oh, yeah. Story. I think so. I um, it looks like the Neverending Story so. dragon. It does. Yes, yeah, that's it. Falcor. Kind of. Yes, he like Falcor. A, he looks like a walking penis. That's like a like a like a cow. Slightly apt. Uh, so there's n- you don't get any goods from this creature, but it's very strong, very sturdy. It's got these hard as fuck calloused hoof feet that are vaguely human in shape and they are super 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 useful for hauling crap around because they have an insanely large backpack but my favorite part about the pack beast you'll all love it are you ready for it are you ready is it a, is it a cock it has a tubular cloaca <gasps> that's like it that. has a that's proboscis t- cloaca that's tubular bro <laughs> <laughs> totally tubular. All right. They may have noticed our other friends here. These are swamp frogs. Tumescent cloaca. Tumescent cloaca, yes. We also have swamp frogs. They're in the kind of the wrong environment. You know, they're they're cute. They've got their little like bumpy lizard skin. They're not really amphibious. Because they don't they can't really swim very well. But they're, you know, they're pretty cute. These are puppies. Uh you will notice that the mouth. And their head is like 95% of their entire body. 
I like its fucked up looking head a lot, actually. It's kind of cute. I love them. Does it remind you They're of the so plant from fucking... Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, Little Shop of Horrors. I was going to say, it reminds me of Chester from Don't Starve, but Audrey 2 is it also a good It does look like one. Chester. Yes. I'm surprised you know what Chester is. I've played Don't Starve. It's one of my only video games. Yes, I can't I say does. one of my favorites. It's one I of my only. I still think we should make you play Disco Elysium. Because it's the most non-video game thing you could play. Yeah, Disco Elysium would be really fun for you. But anyways, let's go on an adventure, shall we? Yes. We're going to load a game. Let's see what those dogs are up to. Say bone dogs? Bone dogs. This will take just a second for it to load. But right here, I had a... this is this is a fun thing. Jim Bob, I had him run around the world to gather some uh, exhibits of local fauna for us to examine. Okay, he's in the ground a little bit. That's fine. You don't need him to be not in the ground because here we've got bone dogs, which are literally just dogs. There's nothing. There's nothing weird about them. Whistles. They've got like. Do you think they're like? Do you think they're like? chitinous carapaces or do you think it's actual oh, bone they're very fucking tough to kill these or do you so think it's like uh do you think it could be like how uh how how cubone wears its mother's skull maybe hmm <laughs> no, i kind of doubt that could be a uh, cartilage that looks like bone maybe yeah they're just a uh, tough little bastards they definitely have like carapaces there's nothing about them that is remotely friendly, except for the fact that they're actually just tamed like normal dogs, too. You can tame them. They'll be with pack animals. Is it like, is it, oh, they're so small. What the, are you, I guess you're really He's big. Just giant. I'm big. I'm big. I was going to say, they're, they're, I was going to say they look like pug sized, but no, you're just really size. big. A normal human comes up to Jim Bob's like hips. So these are actually quite big animals. They're about as big as dire wolves or bigger, honestly. I think they're bigger than a dire wolf. Yes, most likely. Yeah, they're just they're just cute little guys that tear you apart limb from limb. They will eat you alive if you're screaming while they eat you. That's fine. They don't care. Uh, something that Kai has already seen but will really like is the sand skimmer. Yes. Oh, and he's in the ground again. It's okay. Don't don't. don't, don't the sand skimmers are also in the ground again. It's okay. It's oh, the, those remind me of Varkids from Borderlands. Yes, these definitely are reminiscent of Varkids. They're also very, very strong and very difficult to kill. I can see you're getting mulched by you them. You can also see the fact that they are bigger than Jim Bob, which is a massive feat in itself. These are that fucking they're massive. Huge. They're like, tw- I think the tips of these antennae are 20 feet tall in game. I mean, they're they're. Huge. They have to be more than that because Jim Bob is ten, right? Yeah. Well, Jim Bob's crouching down right there. We get into his full height. Get his full height. You know, they're they're big. They're big. Imagine, uh, imagine a grasshopper, but it was five humans tall. That's how. That's 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 these things, and I would be terrified to fight them. I would. I mean. They're more like back swimmers than grasshoppers, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's. I don't know how to describe it, but this game gives me Fallout One vibes. No, that's definitely very accurate. It it feels a lot like. And it's not just because you're a super mutant. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're they're pretty cool. But 
I love the models in the game the most, I think. Yeah, the, cool. All the animals feel very well realized. Mm-hmm. Uh, skimmers. I can't remember what I, what I looked up for skimmers. There wasn't a whole lot of interesting information about most of the animals. There's like some cousins to the bone dog called the mountain dog that looks pretty similar. Packed beasts are just big. Uh, uh-huh. Skimmers, I think, the interesting fact about them is that it's said somewhere in the game that they can go like three months without eating anything, but... Wow. Yeah. It's kind of impressive. I mean, makes sense. That big. They're they're insects, and insects are ectotherms, so yeah. ectotherms can go a long time without eating things normally, because fun fact, since they don't have to produce their own heat, they also, like, don't need to eat as much because they don't need to constantly be uh, fueling that heat production. Yeah, that's true. They're pretty, uh, pretty, pretty beastly too. They can rip people apart limb from limb and then eat them. So, you know, that's like every animal in Kenshi though. I'll be honest. There's no animal in Kenshi that can't do that. Now, are you ready to see the actual apex predator of the whole entire universe of Kenshi? Yeah. Nothing is. Yes. To this creature. Is it? The beak things? They are beak things. Not the beak thing. Alright, so let's imagine for a second. I want you to imagine a horse, right? Yeah. Horse. And yes. I want you to imagine a horse with a long neck. Oh, I imagine horses a lot. So like a giraffe? Yeah, you know what? Kind of, kind of like a giraffe. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. Kind of like a, um, a giraffe, except it's got some elephant feet, you know? It's just like uh-huh. a giraffe with big, bulky elephant feet. Oh, it's also That's got a, it's also jacked. got a turtle shell on its back, so it's kind of camelish, tortoisey with its tails and stuff. And um, oh yeah, they have no eyes and are eldritch horrors. Oh, they're funny looking. They are the beak things. Yes. So what makes oh, they them also the apex? don't kick you. They swing their necks at you and pound makes, and beat yeah, you. drafts do that. Drafts attack yeah. like sword fight yes. with their necks. They whip you. But if you're a ground thing that's not a giraffe, they'll just kick you. And fun fact: this is this is just a real fact about actual giraffes. But I imagine the beak thing are also like this. Uh, did you know giraffes kick harder than almost any other animal on the planet? I don't think there is anything that kicks harder than them. Actually, they kick hard enough to decapitate. Adult male lions. That's oh my so god! Cool. Yeah, they kick they really fucking more. hard. But then there's well, the they beak should do that more. Then there's beak things that just slap their heads down at you. Uh, beak things are really fond of eating you while you're alive. Like of all the animals mm-hmm. in the world, these like the second you're on the ground, they're just eating you. Is that why they're the apex predators? Yes. Also, their necks. I, I had that. St- I had the statistic pulled up somewhere. Their necks are like fifteen feet tall on all on their own. Uh, they're usually oh my god around the most desecrated places in the world, and they just wander around eating shit whenever they want. Uh, they're often found in vein, the crater, gut, and the Leviathan Coast. So, you know, uh-huh. they sound incredibly hospitable. Yeah, yeah, the great places to live is you go tour them. Uh, they also breed <laughs> frighteningly quickly. They breed with a You and me bird. both, brother. <laughs> <laughs> their oh. nests, which, by the way, there are some nests right here. These are their nests. Uh, they, they bring over the corpses of dead animals, and that's what their nests are. And also mm. their um, 
old ancient elders they will just they'll just eat them and then use their bones as nesting material uh they each can have one to 30 beak eggs each of these things one to 30 one to 30 30 eggs and the oh eggs are as big as like holy cow that's toddler. like three times that's can i see their times. cloaca i don't think they have cloacas well, unless, they have to. Unless that tail thing is like... Oh, no, that is... Is that a tail or is that a cloaca? It maybe is a, a tail. Maybe it's a tail cloaca. I like to believe it's a tail cloaca. Because they have no it's other possible. Animals. I mean, that last creature had one. True. That's true. That's very true. All right. Are you ready for the largest creature I'm going to show you? Yes. Yeah. Five of them. Oh, man. Is that one called Podcast Fucking Around? Yeah, I yeah. made a save to uh, to run around the place. All right, so we're going to zoom in here a little bit. So we're in the cannibal plains. We were, we were in the cannibal plains, but now we're on oh. the Leviathan coast. Oh. You see those things off in the distance there? Those like bug looking things? Yeah. Oh. This is a Leviathan. They're it's a dinosaur. They are completely peaceful and they will not attack you. They're, what are those other things? Oh, those are wild pack beasts. Oh. Garus mm. is what they're, they're called in the wild. They remind me of a... Not the pack beast. The the Leviathan reminds me of the Leviathans from Ratchet and Clank Tools of Destruction. Do you like its cute four eyes? I do like them. You like its giant godforsaken mouth? It looks like a bug, and so Kai would be a big fan, I'm sure. I am a big fan. It's like a giant it elephant like a bug. It's, it's and a, a dinosaur bug. Can you give it an aphid? Is that what this thing's abdomen looks like, an aphid? It does look a bit like an aphid. Imagine a dinosaur aphid that was like 100 feet tall. That's what a leviathan is. And, uh, well, I uh, I would like to show you. See these stats? I've got. This is triple what normal humans have. It's usually 100 stats. In each, uh-huh. each limb here. Oh, Leviathan has Lord. a few thousand in everything. It's very hungry. No, he's actually he's that's that means he has no hunger. He's, he's uh, fully hungry. Oh. He's fully eaten up. He's, well, that's uh, good. He's, he's had his fill. Yeah, he's he's not hungry. Uh, nothing threatens Leviathans. I hope I don't have to explain why nothing threatens a Leviathan. <laughs> I really hope no, humor I don't us. have to do that. Okay. Well, let's. This is Jim Bob is one of the strongest creatures on the planet right now. Let's let's show you what happens if I attack this thing unprovoked. So I can do max damage a hundred per per swing, and well, I can block it somehow. Let's let's take a look at its mouth. Actually, I, you can block that. <laughs> yeah, I can block it. Yeah, I take yeah, that. This guy's, little, this guy's little mandibles that's whacking me with. I I tried doing this for like an hour. It regens too fast for me to kill it most of the time. Because usually I'll have wow. to like start blocking so I don't die. Yeah, Leviathans are huge. Kenshi is insane. I would hate living in the world of Kenshi. By the way, this is the worst place ever to live in all all fictional media. Unless you're Jim Bob. Unless you're Jim Bob, then it's all paradise of ten feet tall desires. and can run at 95 miles an hour <laughs> yes all right well that's all i've got to show you in the world of kenshi do you have any questions wonderful before i close out of it 
what's your favorite? My favorite, my favorite is probably the Swamp Frog because it's really cute. Okay, it is cute. All the Leviathan. Do they get bigger than that? Is that their the Leviathan? Size? No, uh, no, I mean the Swamp Frog. Oh, the Swamp Frog. Yeah, those were pups. Those were Swamp Frog pups. The others oh, get like okay. ten times as large. They get bigger than the pack beasts. Wow. Yeah, okay. they get large. Right. Anyway, are they tameable? Yeah, they're pretty tameable, as evidenced by the fact that I owned two of them, and they were tame. Can you tame a Leviathan? I don't think you can tame any Leviathans without mods. If you could tame a Leviathan, the game would be very much over because you could just march up to any city in the fucking world and say, what are you going to do about it, huh? That's true. Imagine imagine this thing comes up to your doorstep and a little Girl Scout with cookies says, will you buy my cookies? And the Leviathan is just towering over your house, staring down at you. It would be awful. That would be awful. That's what I would do. Now imagine Jim Bob selling you cookies. (laughs) Without a Leviathan. Imagine Jim Bob standing behind his infant daughter who's selling you Girl Scout cookies. And he's just there standing with a shotgun. Oh, Jim Bob is a super mutant, so Jim Bob can't procreate, actually. That you know of. Does this man look like he can't procreate? Come on. (laughs) Um, If we're talking about Fallout War. You know what? He looks like super mutants can't reproduce. He looks like skinny Thanos. (laughs) He does look like skinny Thanos, but can you really call that skinny? True. Well, just that. He's got Hank Hill ass, but he's gluted up in the thighs. All right, I'm close now to Kenshi. If you've not got any other questions, no, no. Also, I was doing some research into giraffes because you you, we mentioned them, and it got me curious. Did you know they can run at 37 miles per hour? Wow, that's kind of a that's kind of a general factoid though about most land animals. Is that did you know they can run horribly fast with almost they can run okay, well, did, did you know they don't actually have more vertebra? Their ver, their cervical vertebra yes. are just longer. I did yes, know that. That's, that's, really I did know that. that's the common fun fact about giraffes that we have the same amount of vertebrae as them. Their vertebrae are just as big as your arm. Giraffes are horrifying, by the way. In case, I, in case just, I, I didn't... Oh, someone left the Discord call. That was oh. crazy. I think that was oh. uh, equ- Equinox, Equinox Doodles. Well, that's what I have to say about Kenshi. I hope everybody who's listening at home was Googling those animals. Or maybe, maybe <laughs> we can just include some links to the animals. Showing them off. They won't get the... Maybe we'll do. Or you can play slash read everything we talked about. That's true. Oh, yes. I encourage you to read all of Chain of Memories or listen to our many episodes. Just listen to our episodes. You'll learn everything you need to know. What what, what is everyone's favorite favorite creature out of all of the ones that were presented? Oh, I like the one that uh, that was in Chain of Memories. I'm a big fan of that. The the breakfast burrito. (laughs) Yes. The breakfast burrito. Um... I like Skags. Skags are very fun. I really liked the Chocobo. I'm a hmm. Chocobo guy, so I like my Chocobos. I like them chubby, though. So I think if it's not the Skag for me, it's the frog thing from Kenshi, because it was funny looking. Yeah, well, that, I like was a, that was an infant <laughs> one, so maybe they're, fu- they're like super fucking terrifying when they're fully grown. Maybe. I'll have to, I'll have to I like the big one for the... me to compare. I like the swamp frogs and the skimmers and the the flans. I think those are cool. Mm-hmm. We should make a fusion 
uh, version of this episode, where what if we fuse all of those animals together? Horrifying. Mild. Sergio, what's your favorite? You like Bullymong? Okay. Bullymong are cool because, like, I don't like they're they're gorilla Yeah, they're pretty cool. You don't really see a lot of details on them. Yeah, you see a lot of them in early Borderlands 2, but after that, they kind of just drop off. You don't really see them again until the end of the game. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about that kind of funnily enough. They're very rare in the rest of the game. That's because so much of Pandora mm-hmm. is um, is desert, and since so they're like uh, they're polar Wait, Arctic creatures. Are they are they in the Highlands somewhere? Bullymongs? No, they're in the Iridium Blight, I think. I'm, it's been a while since I like just side quests. And they're in Borderlands. they're in Three Horns Valley. Yeah, they're in Three Horn Valley. Where else are they found? I feel like they're found in other areas than just that. Could uh, be wrong. It's not telling me on the wiki where they spawn. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, definitely anywhere cold. You'll find them there. Anywhere in the game that is cold, you'll find oh, them. Oh, another thing about bully mongs, um, their fur is like really good for oh, keeping yeah. you warm. Yes. There's a like, side quest where you have to skin them. You have to kill them with melee to skin their fur off, and then you bring it to Sir Hammerlock, and he gives you uh like twenty bucks and a sniper. Yes. He goes, Bring the fur to me and my sniper rifle shall be yours. Bring me the fur, and I'll give you I'll a give sh- you a shotgun. I played that game way too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that was a very fun episode. I think we're all tapped out on ecological knowledge and media to spread and share our joy and love and kindness. Uh, I, I don't. I'm love- not. I think it's cool. Yes. I think I do love the audience today too. I hope the audience also enjoyed the animals and creatures today and also loved the the two the two PowerPoint presentations we actually have for them that have anything beyond Windows desktop backgrounds to look at, which is... Hey, I have only three images to choose from. Three very low-resolution images. Yes, that's it. That's all I've got. If you Google Mawmouth, those are the only ones you get that are actually related to the Skolomans. So uh, blame the fans for not making fan art. Thankfully, there are three whole book reading series where the audience can listen to the lack of fauna in Chain of Memories if they so choose. <laughs> this is true. This is true. If they want they a goddess that, world. Yeah. Of course, why wouldn't they? And then uh, you know, maybe maybe someday once I once I wrap it up, I'll I'll get to tell the audience all about book four. Oh god. That's miserable. <clears throat> Eh, oh, it doesn't start out as miserable, so eh. all right, I'll I'll consider loving you. I love them. I like them as a friend. Yeah, as a friend. As a friend.